Hello and welcome to Money Markets and More with me Dominic Frisby and today's piece is called Gold, the disconnect between the price and what is happening in the physical markets. So today we turn our attention to the physical gold markets. There is, as veteran dealer Ross Norman of Metals Daily puts it, a disconnect between the gold price and what is happening in the physical markets. Our biggest challenge, says Joshua Saul of the Pure Gold Company, is finding enough stock on a daily basis to sell. There is a long line of demand, but very little supply. There's more demand than at the height of Covid. These situations don't occur very often, but they do occur. I remember 2008 like it was yesterday. Gold cratered along with everything else in the second half of that year. It lost or lost, lost around 30%, falling from north of $1,000 an ounce to seven twenty an ounce. And the mining companies, of course, fell by a lot more. Yet there was a scramble in the physical gold markets. Bullion dealers had never been so busy. The general public was rushing to get its money outside of the system into an asset that was nobody else's liability. And gold would later turn up before most other assets. November was the low, while the S&P 500 carried on lower until the following March. But the fact was there was a scramble to buy physical gold even as the price was falling. It happens. Coins and bars, says Norman, are just a subset of a much bigger industry. Me back, and that industry includes the future markets, uh, exchange-traded funds, institutional buying and selling, central bank buying and selling, and of course, jewellery. Ordinary investors may look at the state of the world and think, I need to buy some gold, and they may be doing that at unprecedented levels, but that is not not enough to balance out institutional investors who are, says Norman, selling three to ten tons a day. As I say, these disconnects do happen, but they don't necessarily last. It's all about the US dollar, as we've been saying on these pages for many months. In the year to date, gold is up around 13% in sterling. That's an almost stellar return compared to stock and bond markets, but against the dollar it's down some 8%. How long does the dollar stay strong? That's the question we have to ask ourselves, and on current form, a while longer it would seem. Norman, who has an extraordinarily good forecasting record, agrees. The rampant dollar, he says, looks like it might be here for a while. You don't need to look further than American interest rates relative to European interest rates and American energy dependency relative to Europe's to understand why we are where we are. Never in my career did I think we'd see the circumstances we are now in and gold behaving like it is, says Norman. It's extraordinary. The dollar has stolen the show. Nuclear war is a real possibility. Gold, by the way, will survive a nuclear explosion and none of the three types of radiation that follow alpha, beta and gamma will affect it. But one of the few bright spots in this market is what Norman calls the literate investor who continues to support it. Saul of Pure Gold makes a similar observation. His company makes a point of talking to clients as they buy and sell to understand their motivations. As a result, they build up a lot of qualitative data. Everybody's looking to protect their wealth in a time when things are really uncertain, he says. But there have been two noticeable trends. First, there's been a notable increase in buyers from the financial world. Traders, investment bankers, financial services, accountants, lawyers, they've been buying large sums. I find this notable, Uh, what Saul says next. Their trade sizes are bigger. The median trade size is probably three times bigger than it was a year ago and during COVID. Saul says many of them are worried 
going on behind the scenes at the banks. These are considered investments, he says, where there is a lack of alternatives. The second notable trend is the exodus of money from real estate, whether commercial or residential. This is Saul talking now. Property investors normally like to remain liquid so they have cash on hand ready for the next big deal. Buy-to-let landlords, commercial landlords, people who buy big buildings and let out floor by floor, developers, companies and individuals, a lot of them have cash. They have an appetite for debt, but the increased cost of debt plus the possibility that the underlying asset will fall in value means there is too much risk for them. They are now parking that cash in physical gold. We're also seeing a growing amount of people with properties on the market who, when their property sells, will move their capital into gold. Many are removing their exposure to debt that they might have taken on two or three years ago. So what we're seeing then is capital flowing from finance and from real estate into gold, and I find that telling. There is a shortage of physical metal. Premiums are higher than normal as a result, but that's not deterring buyers. And guess where premiums are highest? Yep, China. Um, That's where demand for gold bullion is highest. As much as $50 over spot in some places, says Norman. Normally arbitrage irons this out, but it's not happening. The trend of gold making its way from east to west continues. Here in the west, on the ground, there is a scramble for physical gold that you would not know to look at the gold price. It won't last, it never does. The technicals for gold don't look great at all. It's in a downtrend. That cup and handle formation that had us so excited earlier in the year looks like it may have been invalidated. As in 2008, gold looks like it might need to go lower before it goes higher. But at grassroots level, there is a lot of smart money buying physical gold. Somebody's got this wrong. The question is, who? And if you're looking to buy physical gold, coins or bars, let me recommend the Pure Gold Company in London, with whom I have an affiliation deal. You can take delivery delivery, or have it safely stored in vaults allocated to you. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. I've got a bit of a trip coming up, so uh, I look forward to uh, sending missives from my uh, exciting journey.